<sighs> the comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. This is the Pulse of St. Louis. Welcome to the Pulse of St. Louis. I'm Shirley Washington. You know, the 2019 Global SDL Health Innovation Summit at Washington University was held this week and it showcased the region's $240 billion healthcare industry for select digital healthcare companies from Canada, Israel, Portugal, Portugal rather, Sweden, and the United Kingdom. Representatives from 16 international companies attended this event, which is huge. Networking and seeking business deals. Joining me now, Amanda Purnell, Innovation Specialist with VAS, VA St. Louis Healthcare System, Vijay Chahan, Global STL Lead at BioSTL, Philip Payne, Director of the Institute for Informatics at Washington University, and David Yavin, President of North America Mediel Early Side. Did I get that right, David? <laughs> awesome. Thank you all so much for being here. I appreciate it. Let's talk about the conference, first of all, Vijay. How did it get started and why is it important? So in 2017, we had our first Global STL Health Innovation Summit. And the genesis of that was the idea that for St. Louis to be successful in the 21st century, building an economy on innovation and global connectedness was critical. And we have been in BioSTL working for the last 17 years to build the innovation economy in St. Louis in biosciences. We are probably the most prolific creator of startups in the life sciences, biosciences space. But we were not globally connected. That was our focus. Five years ago, we realized that we've got to work really hard to get globally connected because compared to the East Coast and the West Coast that are naturally globally connected, here, you know, people don't even know we exist. They think the United States is a big farmland between Boston, New York on one side and yeah. California yeah. on the other. So global STL was created to add to the innovation that we are growing in our region, to recruit innovation from around the world to come to St. Louis. So that was what was going on, and we were spending time with our healthcare partners because what is the magnet for this innovation to come here? And the magnet is the buying power of our region. These companies want to do business in the United States. They need customers, strategic partners, like the VA, like Washington University, and what we were saying is, we can bring that buying power to you. And so we were doing this one at a time, and then we realized that we can take it to the next level and build it as a community platform. And that's what the genesis of the first summit was. Awesome. Amanda, give me a sense from your perspective how valuable and important this is to have this summit. It has been amazing for the VA to have a chance to show up to one place literally driving down the street and have a curated set of companies, organizations that are more likely to be a good fit. Everybody wants to partner with the VA because we're such a big organization and lots of people really want to serve veterans. We really like what Global STL does in that they do the due diligence of looking at the background, seeing who are the really high quality high likelihood of success, as well as looking for companies who really want to partner, who aren't going 
we just want to sell you things, we just want to sell you things. They're looking for really connectedness. And so for me, that was a big part of the value and why I've come every year since 2017. So is this about information, Philip, I'm assuming, in this space? Right. So you know, the challenge, and actually Amanda said it really nicely, is that in the digital health domain, we literally hear from companies every day that want to come and work with us. And certainly at Washington University, being one of the country's biggest uh, research-intensive academic health centers, a lot of people want to partner with us. You know, the event that BioSTL puts together is an opportunity for us to really talk to the best of the best, and not just from here in the region or throughout the country, but throughout the world. And I think that's consistent with uh, the healthcare buying power that we have here in St. Louis and our leadership position. So for us, it's an opportunity to really figure out who we're going to partner with to change how we deliver healthcare. So it's all about information so we can find out, you know, where are the best possible opportunities for us to pursue. And let's talk about healthcare and how it's changing because we all know that it is. So tell us some of the highlights. What are we focusing on right now? Sure. So, you know, if you really think about it, there's three big forces that are driving change in healthcare. Um, the first is precision or personalized medicine. How do we use all this data that we're collecting and make better decisions for our patients. And quite honestly, a lot of medicine historically has been delivered sort of as a function of averages. How does the average patient respond? And now we want to treat each patient as an individual. But that requires a lot of information and the ability to understand it. Uh, you know, the second really big forcing function is the fact that we need to engage patients as real consumers and figure out how do we help them where they live, work, and play, not just when they show up in a clinic or a hospital. And a lot of that engagement is going to happen via technology, right, digital healthcare. And then the third, frankly, is, is the changing business climate for healthcare. We are going to see a massive change in the way that we are reimbursed for delivering care, and that change is going to make us much more focused on keeping our patients well. So again, how do we understand those factors that lead to patients being healthy rather than only taking care of them when they show up and they're sick? And so all of this for me, and it's somewhat job security, comes down to how do we collect all that data, make sense of it, and give it to the right person in the right time, place, and format, and we need partners that know how to do that. And it seems like you've got a great partner in David. So David, tell me a little bit about your business and then tell me how have you been able to glean information that's beneficial for you and your business? Sure, so Medial Early Sign helps healthcare systems with early detection and prevention of high burden diseases. In line with what Philip was saying, trying to take care upstream and try to keep people healthy or delay the onset, delay or prevent the onset of serious diseases. And we do that by leveraging uh, technologies that have been in use in other areas that uh, we as people, as consumers, are kind of used to. We're, we're not surprised anymore when uh, a Google or an Amazon or a Facebook recommends certain things that are fit our profile of a person. Uh, they may know what we're likely to buy, what kind of music we're likely to want to listen to, where we might want to travel to, who our friends are, what kind of food we like, because we post, it, uh, post pictures of it. Uh, and we're not surprised by that. And they do that because they have data of 50 of, of several billion people, perhaps hundreds of millions of people who go through their lives. We're generating data all the time on our smartphones and our browsers and our cars. So they have computer programs that learn patterns in those massive amounts of data of the world's population, of their customers' population. And then on those patterns, they can apply them to individual people to understand what they're likely to do kind of in their personal life. We do something like that, but with medical data. So every time you have an encounter with you have any kind of interaction with healthcare, whether it's an encounter with a physician, whether you get a lab test done, a referral, a procedure done, data about you is generated and kept, luckily not on the internet, within the electronic health records of the healthcare providers. That data, very similar to our personal life data, has signals sometimes that are too subtle for the naked eye to see that might indicate our 
health trajectory, a disease trajectory. So our company was founded to do what these other companies do on, on public behavior, behavior data on the internet with, with medical data, identify patterns of disease earlier, so to allow for earlier intervention that might help prevent or delay the onset of disease. And where's your company headquartered? It's headquartered in Israel, and the U.S. headquarters are in Boston. Okay. Vijay, give me a sense of why it is significant to reach out to companies around the world, especially when it comes to healthcare and improving healthcare and healthcare outcomes for patients. Yeah, so as you heard from Philip, you know, we have a major healthcare industry in St. Louis, and our US healthcare system is really not that great. So we all think we've got a great healthcare system. So here are some statistics. We pay two times more than any other developed country for our healthcare, twice as much. So $10,000 per person per year. The rest of the world in the developed countries, $5,000 per person. And when you look at the life expectancy, we are 47th out of the top 50 developed countries in the world. 47 out of 50. And we are paying twice as much as everybody. So this is what Philip was articulating, that we have a huge, this is an unsustainable situation. We can't continue to spend more and have worse outcomes. So. Finding innovation that is not just what's happening in the US, but from around the world. So in Israel, they have far better life expectancy for a fraction of the spending. You go to Netherlands, you go to Sweden, you go to the UK, you find amazing healthcare systems. They have some issues and challenges. Not everybody's perfect. There is no perfect healthcare system, but there are opportunities for us to learn from them. So what we are doing is giving ourselves a chance to build the global platform for the best of ideas, to bring them here. Why? Because we want to improve the health of our community. We want the St. Louisans to get access to this great care that ultimately improves the life expectancy. You know, we have a high infant mortality in our most challenged, distressed neighborhoods. We don't see that in Israel. There's a reason why that doesn't happen. We can take that idea and bring that here. So that's one of the reasons why. The other one is, these folks, as you heard, they all go to Boston and Silicon Valley. They don't come here. So until, until we pitch to them and we tell them what's so special about St. Louis and we help them build their businesses here by bringing people like Amanda and Philip and the many other healthcare organizations, they're not going to come here. So this is important because the future of our city, the vibrancy of not only the livelihood, people living longer, but also the economy of our region, because we are so healthcare focused, $240 billion, 7% of US healthcare spending is going through our St. Louis headquarters here. That's, That's a major part of our economy. So it's a great thing when you bring those two together, the health of our citizens and the health of our economy. And that's why this is so important for us. Yes. And Amanda, talk about that win-win situation. I mean, what does the VA healthcare system get out of getting these types of, um, being in these types of settings, getting this kind of information that's beneficial for your patients? We want the very best for our veterans. And so we should be in places and spaces where the very best is being offered. And this opportunity for us, so, you know, our business model is different. We're thinking about the quality of life for our veterans. What can we do to enhance the experience of working at the VA so that the people who work at the VA have the energy and enthusiasm to do the very best work they can provide for our veterans, and that our veterans have access to the very best technology, the very best systems, the very best ways of connecting with one another in the community. So our, our expectation is that veterans deserve the very best 
And this is a great opportunity for us to participate. And so it, it's just been a really great. I will say also, I think another wonderful added value is for our healthcare systems to talk to each other, share ideas, learn from what's working in different healthcare systems. Um, that didn't work for you, that worked for you. Uh, there are potentials there for us to kind of expand the opportunity for the St. Louis region by working together and being all in the same space together. Yes, and, and you're absolutely right. I do think our veterans deserve the absolute best care, as all of us do, but because they made such sacrifices absolutely. and fought for our freedom and our liberty, and without them, we wouldn't be where we are now. So I appreciate you for that. And you know, surely we've yes. got great examples to sort of kind of talk about each of them whenever uh, important, we'll be happy to share some specific examples of what we're talking about that yeah. somebody on the street would care about. But you know, well, I do have to, I ahead, have to admit, uh, Amanda makes a really good point, which is one of the things that happens around uh, Global STL is the fact that all these healthcare systems are coming together and talking about innovation and talking about how we're going to address all the challenges that we've already raised here. And what's interesting is I've been on both of the coasts. Uh, I've been on the West Coast and I've been on the East Coast. This is the only place where I've seen that healthcare systems, academic systems, providers who otherwise are business competitors come together and share all that information so we can actually serve our communities better. Make every time we interact with these patients an opportunity to improve their care, their families' care, their communities' care. That's a very unique aspect of St. Louis. It's one of the reasons why I came here to the Midwest rather than going back to one of those coasts. That's awesome and we're glad you're here. I gotta take a break and VJ, you touched on something that I do wanna talk about after the break. I wanna talk about success stories. Yeah. So stay with us, we are back in a moment. We'll talk about some of those success, success stories. If I can get the word out, stay with us, back in a moment. <laughs> to hear more, listen to the podcast. Just search for The Pulse of St. Louis. Welcome back to The Pulse of St. Louis. You know, we're talking about the 2019 Global STL Health Innovation Summit that was held recently at Washington University. Now, it showcased the region's $240 billion healthcare industry for select innovative digital health companies from around the world. And I want to talk, Vijay, before we went to break, you were mentioning that we should share some of these success stories because I think that's important. People need to hear them. So let's do that. Let's do that right now. Let's talk about some of the success stories. And David, let's start with you, and then we'll work our way down the line to your left. Sure. Uh, I would say first success before the commercial success we've had as a result of this. We were, our company was uh, uh, in the first global STL summit two years ago, and we're back here now as uh, alums. Um, the first success, I would say, was that this opened our eyes to St. Louis. Honestly, it wasn't on our map. We based our U.S. headquarters on one of the coasts, and we were looking mostly at the coast and really didn't know much about this healthcare powerhouse kind of hub here. So the fact that they brought us together, these innovative uh, companies from, in that case, it was Israel and Ireland, introduced us to St. Louis. Uh, I, I went from having been here twice in my life to having been here about over 20 times in the last two years, and many people from my company have traveled here. So this is a, a total destination for us. Uh, our first U.S. customer to implement one of our products is here in St. Louis, is uh, St. Louis University Health. Um, not something we had expected. Uh, we had found, in addition to add to what uh, my colleagues here are saying about the openness here to collaborate among healthcare systems, there was an openness to partner with innovative companies that I think is not always the case on the coasts. The barriers to even starting a dialogue with uh, some of these, uh, that may, maybe people on the coast are more inundated with, uh, you know, Philip said he gets calls every day and maybe on the coast they get twice as many, three times as many calls every day. So the fact that we were able to be introduced to systems, we said we're looking for leaders. Healthcare is often an industry of followers. It doesn't innovate quickly. 
um, and we're looking for somebody to partner with us who will want to, want to be among the first. And St. Louis University raised their hand, said, yes, we want to, and we developed a fantastic partnership. They're alive with our system. They're identifying people at risk for lower gastrointestinal disorders. And we're working with some of the other systems here in the area. So for us, it's been a fantastic success. Was it surprising to you that you received such a welcome uh, in the community? Uh, yeah, it was surprising to me. It was also surprising to me, you know, this whole, when you hear, I've been to other events like, well, that look like from the outside, like this event. I was even reluctant to come when Global STL found us in Israel and suggested, in fact, I got an email from my CEO with some materials from their representative in Israel, take a look at this and decide if you think it's worth going to. And I took a look and I decided no. Wow, <laughs> wow. So what made, I, what made you change your mind? Uh, this gentleman here, they said, would you just talk to VJ? <laughs> and he did something that was- Good going, VJ, um, <laughs> good going. <laughs> and what he did was he made sense. He literally called me. I was in Israel at the time at headquarters. It was 9 p.m. I wanted to get off the phone. I wanted to politely decline. <laughs> and he started talking about $240 billion buying power. And people don't know so much about it. So they're going and knocking on doors in Boston and, and San Francisco. You can't get in those doors. We will help you get into those doors. And we're going to introduce you. We'll have curated meetings. And I, I was going like this and saying, yes, I'll come. <laughs> so, so I was surprised. Awesome. Uh, I was also surprised that uh, I guess I, I think it's also because this is maybe a, a more condensed region in which these hubs are, that an organization like Global STL is able to have constant, develop constant ongoing connections with more and more people within these organizations. So they were able to make relevant introductions. They didn't parade us around to anybody who would listen and say, hey, do you want to buy these guys' products? They arranged meetings where they had already found out that there may be an interest. So it was, it was quite surprising, quite refreshing, very different from any other kind of chamber, local chamber of commerce forum I've been to, and I've been to Boston and New York and Germany and three places, all trying to tell us these are the best places to have your business. This was really qualitatively different, not quantitatively different. Oh, that's awesome. Good to hear. Yeah, and it'll be really good, David, for you to share examples of what your technology is able to do. Sure. Uh, that that, sure, that sure. got people excited about you. So our products are called algo markers. They're like biomarkers, but they're algorithmic. They're developed using computer algorithms that look at, at data. Um, and they scan routine electronic health record data, the kind that's collected in the course of daily care, um, and find subtle early signs of diseases. So we work in, in four uh, clinical domains right now, lower gastrointestinal disorders that might include uh, some benign conditions like polyps or bowel disease, but could even be colorectal cancer or precancerous uh, lesions, um, diabetes and its complications, chronic kidney disease and coronary artery disease. And again, the, uh, the, the idea is to find subtle early signs and identify patients where an earlier intervention than might have otherwise happened. They may not even be symptomatic. They may not even be coming for a visit. But to flag these people to say, hey, there may be an intervention here that could prevent the onset of a disease or could delay the onset of a disease. So we're trying to, to go with the paradigm of changing what, what today is really sick care mostly to healthcare, yeah. trying to keep people healthier, keep them healthier longer. Mm -hmm. Good point. Man, that sounds like great technology. Philip, your turn. Give me sure. a success story. Yeah, so we were involved in the very first summit, and one of the things that happened there is we got introduced to a company from Israel named MD Clone, and they had a really innovative technology that allowed us to take patient data and produce what we call synthetic data. So it's data that looks and feels like real patient data, but it's not connected to your identity or VJ's identity or my identity. 
And so suddenly we're able to do research using that data without the risk to people's privacy and confidentiality that we normally worry appropriately about uh, when we try to use data that's produced in clinical care in order to improve how we deliver that care. And actually David's example of you know, the use of AI to improve diagnosis and treatment is exactly the type of problem we're trying to solve, right? How do we get enough data to train these algorithms so we can do a better job of keeping people well in the first place rather than just treating them when they're sick? And so actually when we met this company through the first summit, we learned, uh, to continue our theme, that they were negotiating with healthcare systems on both coasts trying to land their first North American customer. Now, I have to admit, I'm a, a rather ambitious person uh, and very competitive. And I said to Vijay, I'm not going to let one of these other health systems have this technology first. This is truly transformative. So we got on a plane. We flew to Israel. We met with all of their customers there. We did our due diligence. And three months later, we had a contract, and we were the launch customer for this technology. And now we're using it to drive our research at Washington University. Again, one of the top academic health centers in the country. And we're making it easier for people to get to data responsibly so we can improve care for the patients that we serve. And I think that sort of encompasses all the things that's great about Global STL because it's about making that connection, knowing that the technology is real, getting over the finish line so that we can actually get that technology here to St. Louis first, and then doing the research or applying it in the clinical arena so we actually make care better for our communities. Um, I think it's a fantastic story and we're working with other companies now across a pretty broad spectrum, again, because of the connections that Vijay and his team make for us. And you know, awesome. and you know uh, again, very unusual, Philip then, after having taken the risk with this company, and this is the thing, everybody in St. Louis looked at this company and they were so intrigued and like, this is something special. But none of them had the courage to do something with it. And there's Philip taking that first chance. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And they're going around the country, everybody has this really excited but skeptical. Right. He figures it out and then he shares it with all the healthcare systems here in St. Louis. So he actually presented to the folks around the table, this is what this technology does, and our healthcare organizations now are gonna have a chance to engage with this technology far more quickly than they would if they were doing it on their own. So this is an example where we not only found it first, but we are also now sharing it mm -hmm. and increasing the chance of that becoming mainstream and available for everybody. Right, and I think you touched on something that's so significant, the fact that the information is there. You just have to make the concerted effort to get it. Yeah. And you guys did that. Yeah. That's right. That's awesome. And that's it, so awesome. And in terms of the connections for innovative companies like ours and, and the kind of healthcare ecosystem here, uh, having a party like Global STL that is essentially financially disinterested, mm -hmm. not in the bigger sense, they'll do well like everybody else if St. Louis flourishes, but when they go to Philip or to any other healthcare system and say, I think, you know, talking to an executive where they think our technology might be applicable, there's no hidden agenda there that, yeah, I'm saying that, but really if you end up buying their product, then I'm going to make some money. So that's off the table, and I think that that lowers barriers even further, and which is why people like Amanda and Philip welcome VJ in their offices and want to hear what else he's got in his bag today, who else they found in Israel or Sweden or Canada or wherever it might be. And I think in a, a very similar way, another important factor is we do have this tremendous healthcare buying power. We have these huge healthcare systems, these great universities, and while we often think of them as engines for discovery or for training future professionals or delivering healthcare, they're also an economic engine for the region. And one of the ways we can have a broader impact beyond just our own employees or sort of the economic uh, sort of uh, 
sort of products of these delivery systems or universities is to help bring these companies to St. Louis because this creates high-tech jobs. Uh, they're good-paying jobs. They allow us to sort of create a, a halo effect, if you would, around these really tremendous uh, institutions that everyone benefits from. And I think that's really the, the long game when we talk about what right. we're trying to do right. through Global STL. Win-win yeah. situation all the way around. Yeah, right. Like, yeah. Yeah. Bringing high-quality creative people into the area generally. It's like yeah. all of this can just add value yeah. over time. Yeah. Good point. Got to take a break. Stay with us. We'll be back in a moment. Welcome back, everybody. I want to talk to Amanda about her success story. So real quickly, give me a success story, Amanda. So I want to tell the story about XR Health. They're a company that uses virtual reality to do physical therapy treatment. And they wanted to partner with us. The CEO came to me and said, I'm a veteran. I want to work with veterans. There was this powerful connection. And we're working with our spinal cord injury patients to download 360 video of veterans participating in adaptive sports so that our veterans in our facility, even if they're not able to participate in that sport, can experience what it's like to do that. And they're working with us to figure out that technology. So it's such an awe-inspiring experience to see a veteran put on the goggle have their eyes, or you see their whole face light up around. You can't see their eyes because they're behind the goggles, but their whole face lights up. It's an amazing opportunity for them. Thank you for sharing, and thank you all so much for being here. I appreciate it. Thank you. And thank Pleasure. you for joining us for The Pulse of St. Louis. I will see you next week. Bye.